0: This is episode 103 of the Prepper Website Podcast. Because today is Wednesday, we have an interview for you, but this is going to be a special interview, a special podcast today. But We'll get to that in just a moment. But hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is normally an audible version with some commentary of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily aggregator of preparedness information. The articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the Prepper website, podcast.com. Hey, uh, so I, I mentioned the last couple of days that I was going to link the Sun Oven webinar onto the podcast and start. So I've been talking about it, and so I'm going to do that on episode 103. You can come check that out. Uh, at the podcast, or I'm also going to put it in the show notes. And so if your podcast catcher, like if you're using iTunes or I use Pocket Cast, um, if you get the show notes inside of the, uh, the the podcast catcher, you'll be able to go straight there and register. And when you register, um, the, well, the webinar is going to be next Tuesday evening at 7 o'clock. So next Tuesday, July 18th at 7 o'clock Central Time. And when you register, you get uh, a free ebook, a uh, 100, 120 page ebook on uh, you know emerging from an emergency, and so uh, you know that's that's you know worth it there. Just doing that, but uh, the, the webinar is going to handle a whole bunch of different things. When you go to the registration page, you'll get to see all those things that it'll take care of. And so we've already had uh, a good a good response. And so I'm going to go ahead and put that out there to the podcast. And uh, I'm also going to start uh, letting people know on Prepper website that it's available if they're interested on that. All right. So let's go ahead and get into uh, this podcast. Uh, normally, for those of you who have been listening for, for a little while, on Wednesdays, we do we do an interview. And be, to stay with the, uh, the audible kind of format of it, and uh, you know that I record this podcast, podcast really late in the evening time and so it really doesn't afford me the opportunity I have a full-time job uh, I'm also a pastor and you know do prepper website and so I don't I don't have time to uh, usually interview someone or at least every week to be able to do that so what I've done is I have uh, you know questions that I send out to people who are being interviewed and they type them out and I and send them back to me, and I read them uh, like you know their question and answers you know on the podcast sometimes, if the person has the ability to record, they will record their answers, they'll read their the questions and record their answers, and then send me the recording, and then I can incorporate that into the podcast and so we've had a few of those. This one's going to be a little bit different. I was off last week. Uh, uh, you know, my my summer vacation was one week, and uh, I was able to do an interview with Mark Goodwin of PrepperRecon.com. Now, I don't have all the equipment like he does, and so it was kind of funny. He was, uh, I was, re- I was interviewing Mark, but he was recording it on his equipment, and then he sent the file over to me. So. Uh, you know, we had a lot of fun talking about a lot of different things. We went really, really long. Uh, I think it turned out to be like an hour and thirty-five, thirty-seven minutes, something like that. And so, uh, I am going to break that up into two parts. Uh, you'll get part one today, and then part two tomorrow. Uh, we, we talked, uh, you know, a, a bunch of about a bunch of stuff. Uh, Mark is. Um, well he has a podcast, the Prepper Recon podcast and so he talks about a bunch of different things there and so you can go listen to that uh, and he's also he also has a blog at prepperrecon.com and uh, he you know he posts his podcasts there and on, on Sundays he also does like a Bible study as well. you can go check those out and then he's also an author. And uh, he's written some really, really great prepper fiction, um, really great stuff. If you were, you know, when I first got into preparedness, people talked about James Wesley Rawls' Patriots. And, and really, you know, nothing else, all, all of James's books afterwards, you know, I guess it's, it's one of those things where when you, when you have something and you hold something in such high esteem, you know, it's kind of like what else can match up to it? And so, although I liked james's his the the books afterwards all the all the other ones, I did like them actually, one of them I did like a running commentary on on it all chapters um you can find that on prepper website. I'll actually link to that one uh so uh, i I did a like a you know running comment I did like them, but everybody else seemed to have problems with it. Um, but, what everybody liked about his books was that he had this fiction, and then he incorporated all this preparedness into it, and so you like you were you had this great story, but you were also learning a lot from uh, from him as well. Well, Mark does that Mark does that in all of his books, and he he does a great job of that because he incorporates a lot of preparedness into it it 's good, clean. Um, books, you know, there is a, a Christian slant to it. If you don't, if you know, that's going to offend you. Uh, and Mark talks a little bit about that in the podcast. Then uh, you don't want to read his books, but he's got really great reviews on all of his books. Really great, uh, you know, really great uh, storylines. I really like him. I listen to him on Audible uh, just because you know I I don't have time to read uh, like like I used to. Uh, the things that I'm reading, I'm reading for church and ministry stuff. Uh, I don't have time to read all the other prepper stuff, but definitely uh, worth it. and I, I love uh, I always love it when he releases a new a new book and a new audio audio book. But uh, we talk a lot, you know we talk a little bit about his own personal preparedness. Uh, we talk about what his what's concerning him right now. Uh, out there in the world, uh, uh, there's a couple of scenarios that I know that people tend to search. When I look at my my searches, people are looking for uh, economic collapse. People are looking for EMP. People are looking for information on cyber attacks. And so I ask him about those because they do touch on, uh, his books have touched on that. So he has done research on that. Uh, talk a, a little bit about his, again, not a little bit, but a lot about his books and you know where he's coming from there. His books uh, because they they are christian based, there is that prophetic side of it, and so we do talk a little bit about that, and uh, just a lot lot more stuff so it was fun we uh, like i said i didn't put a time frame on it we weren't trying to hurry up and and uh, you know get it over with or try to get it down to thirty minutes or forty five minutes. We just kind of let it go, and uh, I think it's this great podcast I think you're going to really, really enjoy it and so on the podcast, I do uh, when i 'm interviewing him. I do say that I'm going to link to his books on Amazon, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to link to his uh, website and uh, prepperrecon.com and uh, to to get his books. And there you can get his books. So we'll we'll do that, right? So you can go and if you're interested in his books and looking at his books. Go to his website and click on the links there, and that'll just kind of be a little blessing to him. Uh, because, you know, all, all the preparedness websites, when you when you go through Amazon, through our sites, it gives us a little bit of a blessing. Um, it doesn't cost you anything more, but it does give us a little bit uh, of a percentage. And so that kind of helps defray some of the costs. But uh, let's do that. So instead of uh, clicking on my affiliate link for Mark's book, if you uh, if you're interested in his book, you know go to his website and click on his books. Uh, they're on the left hand side of his website, and you can go ahead and get that and go order his books uh, right there. So uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and get right into the podcast, and then I'll uh, come come back at the end and end it off. All right, so here we go, uh, Mark Goodwin of PrepperRecon.com. Hey, Mark, thanks so much for joining us uh, today on the podcast.
1: Uh, absolutely. It's such an honor to be on the Prepper website podcast. I've been listening. It's just really, really great content you're putting out there. And I think the way that you you, you aggregate it, it's just uh, you, you're getting all the stuff that, that, uh, that a normal podcaster is not really going to think of because, you know, uh, for me as a podcaster, I'm always – Coming up with stuff out of my own mind or my own concerns and stuff, and you're getting the stuff from from the community at large. And I think that you're you're covering covering a lot of important ground.
0: Well, thanks for that. I'm I'm really enjoying uh, doing the podcast, and, uh, learning a lot, and uh, definitely you know all those years that are listening to all the different podcasts, to your podcast and Doctor Bones and their samey and all you know survival podcasts, all the other ones out there. Just kind of trying to use a little bit of uh, all of that and kind of. You know, put it into to my podcast. But and uh, you, uh, you have a great podcast uh, that you know really popular. You have your, uh, you know, you you run PrepperRecon.com uh, dot com and uh, an author with a bunch of great books, man. I, I went over to Amazon to your author page and and uh, for those who are listening to the podcast, I'm going to link to all of that. But um, man, you your books are really doing well. You have like five stars on all, almost all of them uh man that's just congratulations on that
1: thank you thank you yeah i've got a few that are four and a half uh especially first in series a lot of a lot of folks get a hold of those and uh and they think it's just your your average uh prep or fiction and they get in there and and you know it's got bible verses in there and it's got it's got uh people praying over their decisions and and uh you know reading their bible in the morning with their coffee and stuff like that and 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 I guess that's just absolutely shocking to people, and uh, and a lot of people are really offended by that. So uh, I get a lot of one star reviews, and almost every single one of them are because of the the Christian content. So uh, I've started putting a little disclaimer at the bottom of the description of all of the 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 books. You know, if you're offended by. Um, Biblical scripture and, and uh, conservative principles, you know, this probably isn't for you. So uh, even with that, though, a lot of people will just buy it on impulse and... and and not read the the disclaimer, and uh, and and people are are more than happy to put up with f bombs and and all the filth and the the section, the 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 borderline pornography that's in a lot of the post apocalyptic fiction right now, uh. But but they really don't want to hear about Jesus.
0: Yeah, well, that's I offensive. mean, I I totally love the books, and I know there's a lot of people. We're gonna get into that here in a little bit. Um, but, I mean, your your books are great, and I know that there's always going to be people that get offended. I mean, I even, when I've written articles that have been uh, faith-based, you know, I'll get that. You know, I'll even get somebody to comment and say, hey, uh, I'm never going to come <laughs> to, to your website again. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, go. there's plenty of other, uh, you know, websites or, you know, preparedness websites that, uh, that don't deal with uh, faith that you can go and you know, knock yourself out on. But I'm not going to compromise what I believe and, uh, you know, unapologetically a Christian, so, but, uh, you know, there's, a, one of the things about the audience is there's there's new people I know to preparedness. Um, I do have a, when people sign up for the new email list that I started when I started the podcast, um, I have a little survey, and there's a lot of, actually, the majority of people are uh, preppers in the, you know, zero to five years, you know, and so, uh, for those who might not know you, know, uh, you know where you're coming from would you
1: tell us a little bit about yourself and your preparedness and and what you're doing in the preparedness community sure first and foremost uh, I'm a Christian and uh, and you know that that dictates the way that I live my life and uh, and then secondly I'm uh, well then I guess I'm a I'm a, I'm a husband and a soon-to-be father and all of those kind of things uh, but I'm also a prepper and uh, I've been running prepper recon the podcast for four years and the website for about five and then i've been writing post-apocalyptic christian fiction for about four years as well and uh and uh i it's a great life i'm really blessed to to be able to be doing what i love for 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 work so um that's pretty much what i do Congratulations
0: on uh, the news about being a father, and that's always a great deal, right? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I, I, I'm going to jump ahead just because um, you know uh, I'm here. But uh, you, in your recent book, Vengeance, uh, the main character, Danny Walker's wife, does get pregnant. Um, did your wife being pregnant have anything to do with that part of the book?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wrote that like right after we we found out that she was pregnant.
0: Wow. Yeah. And that leads, I mean, that, you know, you hear, you read articles or whatever and, you know, Dr. Bones, interesting me, they do have a lot of articles on that, but you really don't think about people giving birth and stuff like that to, you know, in, uh, in the apocalypse, right. Or when the, the poop hits the fan, uh, that's, there's always, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, people have been giving birth or women have been giving birth since, you know, since, uh, the garden of Eden, but, um, you know that could be kind of a scary thing for people in uh
1: you know in that kind of a time right have you did you ever consider that it, absolutely yeah and i thought about that you know i thought about man what what would happen if if you know if all the lights went out and uh and and uh and we had to handle this on our on our own uh you know um but i tell you what it's i think that the medical profession really keeps birth sort of mystified, you know, that, uh, you know, oh, you have to have a doctor and you have to be in a hospital and, and all this. And we forget that a hundred years ago and, and all the way back to the beginning of time from a hundred years ago, nobody was born in a hospital, you know, and it was usually a, a midwife that, that, that came in when, when the woman went into labor that, that, that assisted her with that. So, uh, you know why? Why is everybody born in a hospital now? And so it just it, that sort of didn't make any sense to us. So we decided that we're going to do a home birth. We're bringing in a midwife. She's got oh, wow. she's got an assistant. You know, there's a, another nurse that comes in that's uh, that's just for my wife, and she's her position's called a doula. So there's there's these three women that come in, and they basically handle everything right there in the home. And and you know your baby's not snatched away from you at the the second that they're born and uh and you know and they're not jacked up with with uh vaccines and uh and there's a lot of stuff that's done in the hospital for the convenience of the hospital and for the convenience of the doctor that has nothing to do with really the the, the right way for a baby to be born so uh when we started researching that and looking into all of that stuff we we said you know we're not going to go that route we're we're going to do something a little bit more traditional and the way it's always been done until uh the new normal which really really not even a hundred years ago and more like uh uh 40 years ago it, it was about the time when we when we said that 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 uh life doesn't start at conception that we started devaluing all human life on the planet and uh we had um we had one friend that told us a story about she she went into labor. She went to the hospital. They said, oh, you're not dilated enough. They sent her home. You know, she continued to have the contractions. She went back. Uh, oh, you're not, still not ready. They sent her home. She had to drive back and forth to the hospital three times. Uh-huh. Now. Wow. This is an isolated incident. I just had a uh, a a podcast with uh with Eve Gonzalez of Trading Post in the Woods. She went through the exact same thing, and her husband was in the military at the time, so she was having to drive herself to the hospital those 3 times, you know? And uh and, wow. and it's it's inhumane the way people are are treated like cattle by by a lot of our institutions in this country. And uh and 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 there's so many things that happen when you give birth in a hospital that aren't really the best thing that could happen for your baby the uh I think uh, c section rates I think are around nationally around forty percent they're around forty five percent in in our county and uh our midwife the her c section rate is five percent, so that's how much higher that's how much more often a C-section is happening than what it really should be and and, and normal birth is is uh, you know the the healthiest birth that you can have is just a, a, a normal natural birth. And, well, I, I, and there's a lot of upchargers that they make in the hospital that, that that really aren't necessary and you know and they shouldn't be jerking your baby away the second it's bored, and they shouldn't be, uh, they shouldn't be cleaning it. You know, a lot of that stuff that comes – when the baby comes out, there's uh, – it, it it needs, like, a, a time. The the cord's not supposed to be cut until it quits pulsing. There's a lot of things that happen in there uh, because they're trying to, like, get you back out the door as quick as possible. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, you've done so
0: much research on that. I, I foresee a whole chapter one of your future books on that, man, right?
1: Uh, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I mean,
0: it <you, laughs> could be. You, uh, you provide so much preparedness information in your books. I mean, I'm like, that's that might be something. Uh, you know, maybe not a whole chapter, maybe maybe a a, a, a little section in there. But hey, tell us a little bit about how you came to preparedness. Uh, I
1: I went to school for for uh, economics and, and accounting, and uh, and in that process. Uh, and this was right around the time of the the two thousand and eight uh, housing bubble and i i and, and I think that that's part of that's one of the things that actually uh, piqued my interest in into into uh, economics was was the housing bubble and uh, and as I'm in school I'm learning about uh, the fractional reserve system that's used in in our banks and how when you put a hundred dollars into a bank uh, approximately a thousand dollars is created through the, the fractional reserve uh, lending process, and and I'm looking at this and I'm like, well, this is unsustainable. This is a complete house of cards. How how can this be? And and the more I start digging around to try to figure out how how that system can can work, the more I discovered it really can't, and it's really not going to. It, the, the wheels are going to come off sooner or later, and uh, and and it's impossible, and it's designed to fail. And everything we're doing, it, we're doing things by 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 uh, our best and brightest in in the 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 private sector of the finance world, and and the government regulators, and the Fed, and the Treasury Department, and everybody else. Uh, they're doing everything almost completely backwards or 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 unless you wanted it to fail and then they would be doing everything exactly perfect so uh that that frightened me and and uh and you know and the more i looked into the 2008 bubble because i didn't understand it that was something that that i had to to get my head around was you know how did this happen what happened what's a what's a what's a cdo what's uh uh you know What's a credit default swap, and uh, and and um, looking into all of that, I just saw the complete unsustainability in our economic system, and I said, "Man, if this all goes under, I'm going to have to have some way to provide for my family and and to to get my family through through this uh, this very catastrophic period that I think is absolutely coming." And uh, and while we keep kicking the can down the road, I f- do think that we're going to eventually have a, a day of reckoning. But the more I started looking into that and the more I started uh, getting prepared, the more I started seeing all these other threats that are out there as well. So yeah. uh, I think in one of your recent uh, podcasts, you called it uh, gateway prepping.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah and and you know it's it's so interesting because when I do interviews and you know this is a very very rare interview uh because uh, I am off for the summertime right now so I'm able to do this during the day um and so I really appreciate you um being able to record this for us and and do this interview but one of the things that I always ask is you know how did you get into preparedness and everyone has a different uh, take on it. Everyone has a different reason why they got in, but like you said, you know, there's usually one uh, reason why you get into it. And then, uh, as your eyes start becoming open to all the things out there and how fragile we are, um, you, you start going to all the other things and you realize, man, this is, you know, our society, the way we have built it, um, it is very fragile. So, you know, what are some of your other concerns? Because I know that you you've got your pulse on a lot of things out there. Um, what are some of your other concerns, your preparedness concerns that you have?
1: When I first woke up to preparedness, I didn't really see the spiritual connection to it. And the more I've been in it, the more I've seen how the the spiritual component is completely and totally woven into all the problems that we've got going on right now you know i just mentioned about uh you know the the business of birth and by the way there's a there's a youtube video that you can watch it's called the business of birth that will that will uh give you a little insight into just exactly what's going on in the hospitals and and all the nurses and and all of the midwives and the people that work in that industry they see it and they know it and 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 when they're giving uh these birth classes a lot of them will will Actually, hint around about it. Uh, I know that's happening for for the classes that my wife's taking. But but the spiritual component of this is just absolutely uh, ingrained in every single one of our uh, vulnerabilities in this country. And the one that 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 comes to so it's my biggest concern right now is is moral decline and moral decay. And I think that we're at a tipping point for all of that. YouTube's got a new dystopian series out. I don't know if you've seen the uh, the ads for it, but it's called The Thinning. And, yeah. uh, and what it is is that uh, suddenly there's not enough resources for everybody in the country to survive. So what they've got to do is they're going through the high schools, and everybody's taking these standardized tests, and uh, the best and the brightest are going to get to live. And The the people that that don't make the grade, if they don't make the cut, they're being euthanized in, in this series, and I'm looking at this series, and I'm comparing that to our reality, and that series is not dystopian. That's utopian. And when I compare that to where we're we're living at right now, could you imagine if the 3,288 children that were murdered in an abortion mill today, just today, could you imagine if they had the opportunity to live until they were 17, to go to school, to prove that they have value to our society by making good grades, by being the best in their class. And they were given the opportunity to possibly live. And they're not. They're not afforded that. So so the thinning is so much better than the dystopian reality that we're actually living in just because of uh, of abortion. And, you know... When Roe versus Wade was decided, it was a very small majority of Christians that started picketing abortion <laughs> mills. And, and uh, you know, we had a, a short period in history where a minute amount of Christians were, were really heartbroken over what's turned out to be America's Holocaust. And I think it was six million Jews that were killed in the, the, the Holocaust during World War II. And uh, of course, we've got museums and memorials and, and all of that set up around the world uh, to commemorate that atrocity. And, and rightfully so. but for the 60 million, ten mm. times the amount that were that were killed in the, the Jewish Holocaust, the 60 million aborted babies in America alone. So we're not even talking about uh, the rest of the world, but just in America, There's no memorial. Yeah, that's... Wow
0: and i haven't seen that youtube video uh or that series at all uh, do they have a couple of episodes out or is it just starting
1: i think there's episodes out and it's on youtube red so it's the it's the premium service i think you can sign up for free and watch and watch the first one for free but you probably give got to give credit card information and uh i know that i did some advertising with youtube before and i had some 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 issues with that so uh i'm not going to be I'm not gonna be doing it and and also you know they did so much because they're they're owned by Google and they did right. so much this is part of the fight too folks uh, they did so much to demonetize so many conservative uh, 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 channels on YouTube and uh, I didn't, I didn't personally monetize uh, the Prepper Recon podcast when it was sent to YouTube, uh, other than than just my regular sponsors. But I saw viewership go from, you know, where the average video was getting two to three thousand views to where uh, it was getting five hundred. So it was only the people that were my subscribers that were actively going to look for the for for the video that were actually seeing it because they were not. Uh, showing it as you know the next video to watch after people were watching uh, other conservative Christian prepper type uh, uh, videos, so uh, I, I I quit uh, putting the videos up there because I'm not going to supply free content for 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 Google you know and, and people have got to get their own platforms they got to quit being part of this, this wicked Babylonian system you know it says in Revelations you know come out of her my people and don't don't take part in her sins you know and that's talking about that babylonian system it's not just talk it's not babylon that there's there's a, a city somewhere where everybody that lives in this mystical babylon city lives it's the system and it's running the whole show right now and everything's in place for it's it's a turnkey new world order that's in place and and you got to start separating yourself from it and and uh and it's things like YouTube and Facebook and 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 all of this stuff that's that's af- absolutely the the infrastructure of of this beast system that's coming that that people have got to start separating themselves from right now.
0: Well, I mean, you've got you know when you look at Facebook, and I know that there's been a lot of people in the preparedness. It, when I started a prepper website, and I would you know. I don't know when I was trying to grow my Facebook page or whatever, people would get really upset because they're like, I don't, I don't do social media, whatever. And so I would add different things like, okay, so you can participate in this giveaway if you leave a comment, right? Uh, people were really, really upset about that, and but I, I totally understand because when you are, I mean, you know, these guys have so much power; they're able to turn off and on whenever they want. Uh, when you build your your readership and your viewership on, you know, their platforms and they're able to turn you off. You're sunk. And so that's why I've always been an advocate. Um, You know, I I use the social media platforms. I'm out there. uh, You know, I promote the preparedness stuff as long as I can uh, continue to do that. But I I really do suggest to everyone that you need to build your email list. You need to build, uh, you know, your website. Um, people who have these, you know, big Facebook pages, and they have this great community going on. If that was to shut down, you know, you know, where would your people go? Uh, Do you have a system to be able to set up uh, or set up already where you can, you know, guide people to go to your website or, you know, your email list or whatever. And so that's one reason why I always had, um, I always kind of push the email list, that if something was to happen, that's one way that I could get information out to everyone really, really quick, because even if whatever your your podcast or your website was shut down, the email list is kind of separate. So you can still even, you still have access unless everything was shut down all at one time. You have that. Now, you said something about, um, uh, you know, uh, about that euthanasia. Well, I, I wanted to, you, you sparked something in me uh, about an article that I recently read and uh, here in the States um doctor i think a doctor was was complaining about it that there are procedures that people need i believe it was here in the states um procedures that people need that uh insurance won't pay for but they will pay for their right to kill themselves right to to, uh assisted suicide so there are you know and i think that was a law
1: that was just recently passed you remember hearing about that I, I did not hear about that that law, but I mean it's it's right on track with uh, the way our society's been progressing for the past forty years since we said um, that, that fetuses are not alive. And, and we started devaluing all human life.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's not hard, like when you said that your your major preparedness concern is the, the moral degradation of, of our society. I don't think it's very hard to, to see that, you know. I think uh, in the past, it's been Christians who have been uh, talking about that more and more, but now I think everyone is starting to uh, discuss that, at least that, that I see. Um, you know, I kind of work a lot on, um, well, not a lot, but uh, I, I don't, I'm not like usually sharing out videos of cats and, <laughs> and stuff like that on Facebook, but I do, I do read people's, uh posts and you know, a lot, sometimes I see that they're like, Hey, what in the world is going on? And these aren't people who are Christians. These are just regular people that I know that I'm friends with, uh, that are like, Hey, what is going on in the world? It's, it's crazy out there. Uh, one of the things that I've, I've noticed here recently when I look at, uh, my statistics and different things for the for the podcast one of the searches that keeps coming up is shtf scenarios and uh, i think a lot of people are are really interested in that and so since you uh you know your books are are kind of uh written along those lines i'm sure you've done a lot of thinking i wanted to kind of pick your brain on some of these things uh if you don't mind is that okay absolutely all right so uh when we talk about SHTF scenarios, um, you know what do you, what comes to
1: mind when you think about economic collapse Well, Trump said that the stock market was a bubble until his inauguration and, and you know and now it's the, the the best thing that's ever happened in the world and I guess uh, I guess any politician's going to do that you know uh, it's going to be one thing before you get in the office, and then when it's your baby you're gonna, you're going to treat it a little differently and uh, and I certainly much happier that he got in there than than our alternative. Uh, <laughs> yep. you know, but uh, there's certainly some things that I think that he could be doing better um, you know uh, for for one thing, you know, and I hate to keep going back to this, but I gotta do it because uh, we've got right now we've got the, the Republicans have the Oval Office, we've got the Senate, we've got the House. There's a bill written right now. It's the Sanctity of Life Bill. It's uh, HR, um, I think it's 586, and uh, and it can't even be brought to the to the to the House floor for a vote because because. Republicans are so happy that Trump's in there and everything's, you know, happy days are here again. 3,288 children are still being murdered in in, in the, the streets of America every single day in abortion mills. And we're doing nothing. And, you know... If anything, this is this is heaping that much more judgment on us when our day of reckoning finally comes. Uh, but but back to the economic sense, you know, God's not going to bless us. He's not going to bless this country. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we're sitting on it. We're sitting on top of a house of cards that's absolutely uh, the the. Maybe a house of cards, maybe that's not a good analogy. Maybe we're sitting on a house packed full of dynamite and C4 and <laughs> and and there's a wick sticking out of it and, and it's lit and it was a mile long and it's about six inches long right now. And it's just getting ready to hit the house full of dynamite and, and, and C4. Maybe that's a better analogy than a house mm-hmm. of cards. Because a house of cards just falls down, and you can just pick them all up and put them back together and build another house of cards. I don't think that's. I don't think we're going to have that option when this economic bubble finally hits. And the higher stock market goes, the more worried I am about it. And the the more that everybody's feeling good and happy and and taking no thought for tomorrow, the. The more concerning this issue is, and the more people are to be getting ready and let me tell you what gold and silver are like really really uh, down right now because everybody's pulling their money out of the metals and they're sticking it into the this this uh, stock market that just keeps steaming you know straight ahead and i I think that Trump's done some things that that are gonna help us uh uh, uh Avoid our final day of rep getting just a little bit longer than uh, than if we would have had a socialist or a communist in there. But it's still going to come. And even if we manage to make it all the way through his presidency, you know, just the just the statistical odds that we're going to get another conservative in there after four years or eight years uh, is very very unlikely. And when the pendulum swings back. It's going to swing so far to the left. I and agree. We saw Bernie Sanders. We're going to see somebody. We're going to wish we had Bernie Sanders next time. It's going to be so bad. It's going to be so. The the next guy is going to be so far left. We're gonna we're gonna wish we had Hillary Clinton in there. We're gonna say, give us that 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 criminal or that communist. Either one of them, please, just not this guy. Because all these Antifa kids that didn't vote last time, they're all going to vote next time. And all the all the Christians that just barely, barely wiggled out the door to go vote, they're going to sit home thinking thinking that everything's going to be okay, that happy days are here again. And our complacency is going to kill us. Mm, yeah,
0: I, I tend to agree with you. Now, you know, when we talk about economic collapse, there's a lot of people who – you, they're kind of like even like Chris Martinson uh, over at Peak Prosperity and and others Michael Snyder uh, you know Economic Collapse blog who um, kind of surprised that we have been able to limp along so so long. Do you think that when and I don't I don't want to put dates on it or times on it or anything like that, but when when it starts to unravel, do you think that those who are paying attention? We'll get a good sense for for that, or do you think it's going to be sprung on us? Just you know, what are your you know sprung and, and then just boom, it, it happens. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, you're, you're going to see it because you're going to see confidence erode. You're going to see the confidence in the market erode. You're going to see the confidence in the dollar erode. You're going to see you're going to see uh, uh, the trends in the gold and silver price reverse. You're going to see them start uh, shooting back up towards their norms. Um, it's going to be, it's going to start out like last time and there's going to be, there's going to be people, there's going to be people buying into the dips and you know, that there's going to be people selling their gold because, Oh, it hasn't been, it hasn't been 1800, uh, dollars an ounce for, you know, uh, eight, 10 years. Uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to sell into this and there's going to be people saying, Oh, look, the stock market's below 20,000. Uh, I'm going to buy into this. You know, there's going to be people that think that think they're getting deals, you know, and, and, and most people aren't going to see it, but the people that are watching they that are, that are waiting for this, they're going to say, yep, this is it. Confidence is starting to erode and, and it'll start becoming more and more apparent with larger dips. You know, when we start seeing those 500. Do- point dips in the market in a day and those 1000 point dips in in the market in a day and we start seeing gold pop 100 uh $100 or $150 in a day and silver uh break through 30 and 40 and uh, and start getting close to 50 again $50 a day and and then we start hearing that that people aren't able to get silver delivery and gold delivery um and uh and and the stock market starts having, you know, thousand dollar day a day down days, then uh then people are going to start saying, you know what? This might be the big one. So yeah. people the people that are watching that are ready for it, they're going to know and and they're not going to be stupid enough to sell their gold when it goes to 2000. And when it goes to twenty two hundred, and when it goes to twenty five hundred, and when the stock market goes back to ten thousand, they're not going to be stupid enough to buy into it. They're going to say, "This is it; it's all over," and they're going to start, you know, going through their preps and and taking inventory of the food they've got under the bed and in the pantry and uh, and 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 making sure that that uh, you know that that their batteries on their solar panel are, are topped off and that. That uh, they're they're not letting their gas tanks get below a quarter a tank low and uh, and by um, buying all those last minute preps that yeah, you've been yeah and, and they're <laughs> going to be pulling a little cash uh, a little at a time they're going to be pulling you know a couple of thousand dollars in cash out of the bank every week and and uh, burying it in the in the backyard somewhere and uh, and 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 they're just everything that they're already doing they're going to get a renewed sense of of, uh, it's going to be like pre Shemitah. It's going to be like, uh, you know, the year before Shemitah when everybody was, uh, was doubling down on everything, you know, and just getting ready for whatever, you know, and then, and then nothing huge happened. And, uh, and everybody kind of went back to their, their, their normal lives. And I think a lot of people got super, super prepared right before Shemitah. And, and they said, you know, okay, well, I'm going to take a break until the next thing comes along. And, uh, and, and the next thing's going to come along and, and, and they're going to they're gonna um, come out of their complacency, but don't get too complacent and don't wait because you know anything that you don't have, once that moment hits, and we don't know that it's not going to be some huge black swan event that catches everybody off guard. I'm saying if we're just talking about confidence and and fundamentals, and that's that's the only thing that takes the system down, and the fundamentals, the the day of reckoning finally comes and we've got to pay that check, and confidence starts to slowly erode. But we don't know that we're even going to be able to make it to that because there's so many other threats out there that that could take us out, like a mousetrap where it just slams shut and it's over.
0: Right. Okay, so let's go to one of those other scenarios because uh, one of the ones that's always – I know on Prepper website, when I put up an article on EMP, I know that that one's going to be the most clicked on – Uh, of, you know, of all the articles for that day, because people, that is one that, you know, everyone's always interested in. And uh, I know that in your uh, seven cows, I mean, that was, that was one of the, that was the, one of the big things that happened there. Um, So, you know, you've, you've thought about this, you've written about it. So talk to us a little bit about your ideas of uh, EMP.
1: Yeah, well, uh we've got two satellites launched by North Korea that are circling over our planet and it's not me that thinks so and it's not some conspiracy nut job and it's not Alex Jones or 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 uh or a proper website, or anybody else that says this is that that these these could be uh, tactical nuclear devices to trigger an EMP to to turn off the lights in America, but it's Dr. Peter Vincent Pry, who was the nuclear strategist for the CIA, mm. that thinks these could potentially be nuclear warheads that could be triggered at any time to turn off the lights in America, and if that happens. It's all over. Whatever you've got in your pantry, that's what you're going to be surviving on. Whatever skills you've developed, that's what you're going to be using to survive. Wherever you're at, that's where you're going to be riding it out and uh the the amount of ammo, the amount of training, the amount of guns, the the support systems, the relationships, the mutual assistance groups, the communications, everything that you have that you've protected against EMP up before that time is what you're going to be riding out the most catastrophic period in the history of America. And you're not going to get anything else than what you've got. On that day, on that hour, on that minute, on that second, if the lights go out.
0: Yeah, that that guy over in North Korea is a little crazy. I mean, I, I just, uh, you know, what well, he knows. I mean, he knows what uh, has happened to some of the other dictators out there, and and definitely we probably shouldn't have done any. You know, um, there's a lot of, um, I guess, arguments where you know we sh- you know we shouldn't have gone into you know, Iraq and, you know, Gaddafi, we should have mess with them. I mean, you know, there's a lot of conspiracy behind the scenes, oil and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, he knows that, uh, you know, his time, if he keeps pushing it, his time is, you know, coming to an end. I don't know why he keeps doing that. I mean, it looks like um, if he keeps shooting off these missiles and he's just recently done it again, um, that, you know, and, and his missiles are getting you know bigger and better, uh, you know something's going to happen uh, do you think that uh, we could be heading you know not just emp but uh may, maybe into a war uh, what would that look like for us then if uh you know we start to deal with North Korea and uh, you know de- dealing with their their uh missiles and and uh, shooting off our own missiles towards them
1: well if it, it depends you know if you if you put any faith at all if you think that uh, that and I encourage everybody you can go back to to my archives in the proper recon podcast and and scroll down and find uh, dr. Peter Pry's interview I think that people should listen to him and I think they should decide if you think he's right if you think Kim Jong has this capability uh, he is continuously acting more and more erratic and he's Poking a bear, and and uh, let me tell you what I I if Donald Trump's anything, he's he's uh, a man of action, and he's not a he's not a pushover. Uh, I mean, you can watch a couple episodes of of uh, The Apprentice and see that you know he's got a little bit of a bully in him, and and he's not the guy to push. and And you can read his Twitter feed, and you can see that if you spray him with water, he's going to spray you with blood, and that's just his. That's just the way he rolls, and uh, and and Kim Jong is continuing to poke him, and uh, you know, and he sounds like he's suicidal to me. Yeah. But you know, I they treat him like a god. He's the third generation of of dictators since his grandfather uh, fought the communist, communist revolution. Which you know, if we have time, I'll talk about that because that's. That's the biggest threat in America because that's baked into the cake. We can't get around the communist revolution that's coming to this country because – and it all goes back to to the spiritual side. We took the Bible. We took prayer out of school 40 years ago, and now we've got uh, the third generation. So we've got people that – not only did their mothers and fathers never hear that there was a God and get indoctrinated by a, a, a political system, an entertainment system, and an education system that says there is no God. Not only did they go through that, not only did their parents go through it, but their grandparents went through it. And so that's where Antifa comes from. Is they're the third generation of people that have never even heard that there is such a thing as a God and have been indoctrinated to think that everything happened by itself through every single uh, media source and education source and everything else all the way around them. And and now these people are arming themselves. People that are far left that think guns are the worst thing in the world are now arming themselves with AK-47s, AR-15s, load-bearing equipment, uh, multiple magazines, high-capacity magazines, ammunition, yeah, and, it, and they're and getting they're trained, trained. – yeah, they're training. I, I was going to say that. And what you know, I've, I have
0: Twitter, and I use Twitter for a uh, just. I don't follow a lot of people. I follow news organizations, and and that's one of the things that you you see out there um, is that they're they're training uh, because they they've had their butts handed to them a couple of different times on some of these protests, and they didn't like the way that felt. So you know, like you said, they are gearing up with. Uh, with weapons and ammo and training, and uh, man, who, you know that. You, you think? Do you think we ha- we're headed
1: for a civil war? It's baked in the cake. There's no way around it.
0: Well, that's it for part one. I hope you've enjoyed it so far. We'll do part two tomorrow. Hey, don't forget to come sign up for the Sun Oven webinar. Uh, you can do that at the theprepperwebsitepodcast.com or you can do that in the show notes. I'm going to link to it there. And uh, if you uh, if you can go, check out prepperrecon.com as well. Hey, if you are over on the website, theprepperwebsitepodcast.com, come leave me a comment in one of, the, one of the episodes or hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. I always love to hear from, uh, from uh, listeners out there. All right, with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government, grid, or the grind. Until tomorrow, stay prepped and aware. Peace.